the last time that I had heard, you had uh, moved to what do you call it? Denver. Oh, the Sunshine State on Denver. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Episode ninety-one. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's thirty minutes away. I'll be there in ten. I'll be there in ten. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have thirty minutes to move your car. Your car. You have thirty minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. If you're asking me, I want one of those red power rings. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. So I'd never had one of these before, Brad, and they were just delicious. They're called, let me, I put in my notes here, they're, it's called a pixie stick. Have you ever had one of those? My oh, yeah. goodness. They're I, just, they're so yummy in I my used, tummy. I used to mainline pixie sticks when I was, really? when I was Wow. Like, pixie sticks are pretty, um... Pretty good. I used Pretty to good. grab like three I mean, I think they're going to stick around. I think I think they've, they got a future. They've been around our whole lives. Oh, uh, be quiet. Next thing you're going to tell me, Charleston Chew has been around forever. What's that? <laughs> Which is pretty good. Charleston Chew, just the greatest candy like bar tobacco? next to... Uh, no, it's the next greatest candy bar next to an O. Henry. I had an uncle named Henry. Really? Yeah. Oh, Henry. Uh, he's... Hi, Sage. Hey, anyway, guess who we have um, in the studio? We Sage got Sage. Is back. Bill McDonald's <laughs> back. Hey, Bill. Hi. Oh, and there's Zoe. And Zoe. Hi, Zoe. How are you? Good. Zoe, how old are you? Six. Talk, Sage. 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 Zoe. Mommy. Mommy's not here. Put down that Sage. big metal briefcase. Sage. You're going to hurt your Zoe. feet. Zoe. You're going to hurt your feet. Sage. Can you close it? Sage. Let's Can go ahead and close it? it. I'll take care of it. Hey, Brad, who are we sponsored by? We are sponsored by... I got the drums right here. I know, but I like to do it. it. You don't have to do it. They're going to sponsor to pull us out. We are sponsored. Oh, Bill McDonald's here, by the way. uh, Oh, yeah. Well, we said hi to Bill. Me too. We're sponsored, as always, by Discount Comic Book Service. I'm pulling up their website right now. What's wrong, Sage? He doesn't order from Discount Comic Book Service. That's what's wrong. Hmm. I I would be that upset, too. Discount Comic Book Service is awesome. You get all your comics shipped right to you. Uh, at least 40%, not at least, the majority are 40% off. Right. And I think the October orders just uh, just appeared, which, in fact, Bob Retall and and um, uh, John Mayo, um, you know, they do the comic book page. They do that show that's devoted all the previews. Yeah. <laughs> are you shaking him? Quit shaking him. There's a law against well, that. Well, you have to support their necks when you shake them, or it's, like, illegal or something. If you guys want to save lots of money... On your comic books, go to dcbservice.com and have them shipped right to your door. We got a lot to do uh, this episode, so I'm going to stop the music. Okay. And we actually have a special guest on the phone, don't we? He's very special, and uh, he's has quickly become one of my favorite uh, writers and artists. His name is Steve Bryant. Steve, you there? Yeah. Hey, welcome. Hey, Steve. Well, first of all, thanks for the the kind words, and uh, 
I wanted to talk to Frank for a second. Charleston Uh-oh. shoes? Yeah, aren't they awesome? <laughs> I, dude, I, I always had you kind of pegged more as a, a Zagnut kind of guy. <laughs> now, I have had my share of Zagnuts, and they are good. There but, you, go. you know, Charleston Chew, every so often. Come on. Okay. All right. Uh, plus, remember? do you remember that commercial? This was back in the 70s, and it had a Charleston Chew that was coming out of a sleeve, but it's like it never ended. It was like, do you remember this? I don't remember that. And and I think their thing was Charleston Chew goes on and on and on, and it just continued to uh, to come out of the uh, sleeve. In fact, I'm going to look for it on YouTube while we talk about it. I but. thought you were going to hit me with a little like Marathon John type of uh, wisdom. Uh, Marathon John. Yeah. What's that? He does everything fast. Who's Marathon? No, John? that was Quick Carl, wasn't it? Um, See how quickly I've, I've derailed your show. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking. The show about. is a disaster. It's I was talking about Mar- Marathon Candy Bar. Oh, Brad, yeah. Marathon John, he was like the slow dude. You had that spastic quick Carl who couldn't chew a marathon slowly or something. Was this a commercial? Yes, it was a commercial. Yeah, I don't remember it. How come all, all of a sudden I'm thinking you guys are like a lot older than I, than I am? <laughs> well, I, I am ancient, so that could be part of it. <laughs> you, you're not 50 yet. Oh, gosh, no. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll be 40 next year. Okay, well, I'm not that much older Puppy. than you. Okay. Uh you love pulp. Yes, sir. <laughs> Don't you? That would be a great T-shirt. That you was a great love yes, comic I back in the early seventies. I love pulp. I wish I could hear what was going on right now. Uh, Athena Voltaire. Um, I've always thought of her as a female Indiana Jones. Is that a fair assessment, or is it more than that? Oh, it's it's totally a fair assessment. My uh, my Hollywood high concept for it was. Indiana Jones starring a James Cameron style female pilot. Oh, nice. Uh, I like that. So, and if people, you know, walk away from you at that point in the show, in a convention, you know, they're not into it, but otherwise, you know, you can elaborate it on it from there. But, uh, you know, it's got the period stuff. Um, it's certainly kind of treading on the same ground as like indie for sure, though. Okay. The Thing of Altair was published in uh, 2006, or it started, the first issue at least, was published in 2006. It was a four-issue miniseries. Uh, it's since been collected in trade, right? Yes, sir. Published by Ape Entertainment. Um, and she started out as a web comic, right? Yeah, we launched in 2002, I think. Wow, I didn't um, realize it was that far. Online at... Uh, adventurestrips.com and we moved on to moderntales.com we were it was like a whole family of sites so we, we were on a few different websites when we told the web stri- the web strips a uh, dumb question number one um obviously what we're seeing in the collected comics is not what first showed up in the web i'm guessing correct um okay. the uh stuff that showed up on the web was collected in a book with the remarkably clever title, The Collected Web Comics. <laughs> I have that trade. I, I bought it from you um, last year at CGS 300, and I forgot to bring it in to show Bill. Oh. But um, I brought the four in, the four issues of... Uh, you promised. I'm looking at page five on this on this first issue. Sage is calling Oh, yeah, me. yeah. Uh, she's holding a gun. She's standing above a couple of dead soldiers, it looks like. She's down in like a foxhole or something. It's just a really cool full uh what do they call splash page mm-hmm. i like that it's well thank awesome. you by the way the the person that owns that page none other than uh comic geek speaks brian pants christian yeah, i was gonna not was gonna surprising ask. i was gonna ask you know i'm i'm thinking that guy is there a mob in redding pennsylvania because he has to be involved in the mob or the mafia or something you know he, he if there's a mob in mississippi there's one in redding <laughs> 
Um, you know, he uh, Pants just has a complete. Um, what's right? Uh, just I mean, he loves. This is his new bug. This is his new thing. He just Original loves art. art. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, all I can say is I am so glad I do not have that bug because it's an expensive. That would bug. be a great, a great um, piece of art to have framed and hanging up in your in your room. Well, I have the art bug. I just don't have the dough to back it up. So. <laughs> you need the dough bug so you can have the <laughs> <Exactly>. art bug. <laughs> Are you you're uh, you're currently writing a, a new Athena Voltaire series, right? Yes. Um, At the same time, you're writing Ursula Wilde, which is a new creation of yours. Yeah. Um, gee, the the whole thing behind all of that is. Uh, for a little over a year, I guess it was about 18 months, Paul Daly, who was my collaborator on Athena, uh, Paul and I had a bit of a falling out, and we weren't sure what we were going to do with the property. Um, you know, lawyers were involved. We we solved things amicably, but while things were, you know, up in the air, um, Ape, my publisher, Ape, Ape, Ape Comics, um, persuaded me to, uh, you know, try to do another pulpy type of book, but assuming everything worked out with uh, Athena, it could be a book that could be complementary. So, you know, it still had a female lead, but it's uh, it's a contemporary thing, and everything worked out with Athena r- shortly after I started uh, writing Ursula Wilde, so enter the amazing June Bob Kim oh, to, uh, <laughs> to take over the art chores on that. That guy keeps so, getting better. Every time he posts something on the board, I'm, I'm just amazed. I was, oh, uh, he's... He's he's incredible. I I look at um, you know we, he has strengths. I have strengths, um, and you know they're they're different strengths. But he just stages an action scene so much better than I do. I just I I'm so excited to to see what he's doing with that book. You know, um, Steve. So why did you choose? Because you're an artist yourself. Why did you choose to get another artist and you just be the writer? Um, because I'm really slow. <laughs> okay. <And laughs> once once we. Uh, we got the uh, Athena Voltaire legalities worked out. It was either, well, this Ursula stuff is is going to sit for a year or two or three or four until I can, you know, make the time to do it, or contact someone else. And I just I love June's work, and I I was really excited to uh, to see what he could bring to it. Frank and I are proud and, to proud to call him him our our buddy. Yeah, in fact, and, um, oh, he's. Oh, go ahead. He just lives what? How long? Two hours. Two hours away from mm-hmm. us. I'm surprised we haven't actually gone out there to visit him. But yeah. um, he's one of the nicest people I've ever met, and he's a he's a fantastic artist, and I'm thrilled to actually see him, you know, get published. He is. Oh, amazing. I can't wait to see what it's going to be like. Um, he's remarkably talented, and yeah, he he's just he's a nice guy. He's one of those people that you know you just want him to win at life. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Brad, this is kind of a off-topic, kind of same thing. Uh, sure. You know, uh, Hurricane Ike went through his neck of the woods, right. the remnants of in it, and I know Texas. he lost power. He lost ta- power for three days. So he's back up? Yeah, he had okay. he got his power back up. Um, he said they just had to throw away the contents of the refrigerator and freezer. Gotcha. Other than that, uh, he was uh, he was he slowed down a little bit on his drawing. He mm-hmm. couldn't, you know, no, no light. The dude, <laughs> I don't know if you know Steve, but he usually stays up till like three or four or five in the morning drawing. Oh yeah, I know. He's he's nuts. Yeah, he's absolutely bonkers. Well, what it, and it's funny because I usually stay till three or f- stay up till three or four uh, at night uh, eating. Yeah. 
<laughs> you know, that, we kind of have that in common. Sometimes I'll call Jungbaku, what are you working on? I'm eating some fried chicken. <laughs> fried chicken? I thought it was Charleston Chews. <laughs> or a Charleston Chew, which... Or was, Pixie Sticks. Or a Pixie Sticks. I, I brought up the Wikipedia page on Charleston Chew, created in 1922. Ah. Uh-huh. Consisting really? of, yeah, consisted of flavored taffy covered in imitation chocolate, because regular chocolate is too good. <laughs> hey, <laughs> too um, expensive. Steve, what's your favorite movie, if you had to pick one? Oh, just one? Yeah, just one. Mm. Or, or let me, let's put it this way. One of your one of the movies that fits in the top that you have a really hard time deciding, do I like this one or do I like that one? Well, there there are a ton, but when you said that, the first one that came to mind was Raiders. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> that's really honestly what I thought you would say. I was going to say the Scorpion King. No, it's <laughs> not Scorpion King. I mean, Raiders is good, too, I guess. Um, Because of the whole... You know, the whole genre, uh, the whole adventure, the feel of Athena Voltaire. I mean, it, it literally, it feels like a female Indiana Jones to me. Now, I don't know if you like hearing that or if you don't like hearing that, but um, that's what it... I, I take it as a compliment. That's what it is to me, and I think it's great. Now, uh, I'm sorry to switch topics so suddenly, but did you say that Ursula Wilde takes place in the in current day, in the present? Yeah, I am... If, if Athena is... You know, I'll go back to my tagline, Indiana Jones starring a James Cameron-style female pilot. Ursula is um, Doc Savage meets Hellboy meets the TV show <laughs> Alias. You know, uh, when, I was, when I was on your blog, I saw that you used Doc Savage as a reference to her. And, uh, and yeah, that's, you know, Doc Savage is a lot of fun. I, I think that's a, you know, that's, that's a, I mean, that's a great description, too. I mean, Doc Savage well, is fun. I mean, Doc Savage came into her really early because um, originally it was, let's see, I went through the name, it was originally Ursula O'Hare, because it rhymed with Athena Voltaire and it made me laugh. (laughs) Um, And then it moved to Ursula Nemo. Because she was going to be an underwater person. Well, I I just couldn't find something that sounded good. I think I even toyed with Ursula Nero. and uh, Was it because she was really funny? I was thinking about Doc Savage and Savage and Wild. Oh, perfect. I mean... It was it was just a, a, a you know kind of a riff on that. Although I've been told now that um, I need to come up with more female characters whose last names are like authors. I kind of figured that was a <laughs> callback to 18th century English witticisms. Something like the only thing worse than calling her Olivia Wilde or <laughs> Ursula Wilde is not calling her Ursula Wilde. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you, you oh, still God, got Hemingway. Uh, you still have so Solinger. You still have a uh, you know. Um, um, Thomas, yeah, Pynchon. You know, Lisa Pynchon. <laughs> the Adventures of Lisa Pynchon. And you know, I I can I can eventually move into the contemporary ones. You know, I'll I'll get uh, like King, Mildred King. There you go. Uh, oh man, I'm I'm trying to think of that that bimbo that's sister to. God, uh, oh, I can't remember any of them now. Hey, the, the, like the Hollywood Hilton? Wives one. No, the the Hollywood Wives one, Jackie Collins. Yeah, I'll, I'll, oh. you know, I've got uh, Edith Collins or something. Okay, you know, now, now Jackie Parker Collins is great. Jackie Collins is a personal favorite of mine. I have all of her books. They are wonderful. They are hardback. <laughs> I've never. I, I used to work in a bookstore years ago, and that and, was not a pun. And uh, uh, Collins' books flew off the uh, the shelf. I mean, we couldn't keep them in stock. Or we could about, not keep I, thought, I thought maybe you worked in a haunted bookstore. <laughs> What about Coops? That would be cool. That Actually, would be uh, good. We've, we've Carmen, hey, I got a new a new name for a new character for you. Carmen Kuntz. <laughs> Look out! Ooh. It's Carmen Kuntz. 
Dean Koontz, right? Yeah. Right, right, right. How about uh, Wilhelmina Wordsworth? That's a good one. I like that. Hey, I want to read um, a quote on the back of uh, issue one, the Ape Entertainment issue one, uh, from Tim Bradstreet. For those listening who still might not be, you know, sure about whether they want to read this, Tim Bradstreet says, Swords, guns, airplanes, sand, jungles, dens of villainy, conspirators, cutthroats, treasure, and all 36, 24, 36 of the most dangerous woman in the genre. <laughs> well, if that is not going to sell you, I don't know what will. I mean, it's got Nazis. It's got blimps. It's got airplanes. It's, it's got, got blimps. I don't think I've ever heard anyone. I'm looking at a blimp right there. It's got biplanes. It's got bridges that are with natives that are like falling apart. And smacks of, of uh, Temple of Doom with that. It's got dead Nazis. It's got pretty Nazis. It's got a guy with a glass eye. I mean, it's full <laughs> of stuff. And and you can still get that through Ape Entertainment. So yes, I so um, I guess so. If anyone still out there wants it, Ape or is there is there another outlet to get it? Uh, you can you can order directly through Ape. You can have your comic shop order it because Diamond carries it. Mm. Um, I know that uh, Amazon has at least the complete web comics. They might have Flight of the Falcon now too. Okay. Uh, yeah, one of the, uh, can I can I brag for a second? Please. Please. One of the coolest things um, on the on Amazon, uh, there's an author named Paul Malmont. I don't know if you're familiar with him. No, I'm not. He wrote a, 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 he, he's pals with like Michael Chabon and Glenn David <laughs> and, uh, and Brad Meltzer and all those guys. Okay, maybe we'll and, start over one more time. I don't know if you heard <laughs> okay. that. I don't know if you heard that, Steve, but Sage was just doing the... <laughs> I did hear. Okay. Um, I, I wasn't sure how much I was being heard. Um, I thought it was Frank, so, yeah, but then I well, looked down. He's, and, uh... Like the circle of guys that he's with are like Michael Chabon and uh, Glenn David Gold and Brad Meltzer and stuff like that. And uh, he wrote a book called The Chinatown Death Cloud Peril. Which I'll explain the premise of that in a second. Actually, but, a great title. Um, just oh, it's awesome. But uh, Paul, like um, Melmont, uh, like recommended our dumb little book in his uh, blog on Amazon. But uh, the premise of his book, Chinatown Death Cloud Peril, is Lester Dent, who created Doc Savage, and uh, Walter Gibson, who created uh, The Shadow, are fighting crime in 1930s Chinatown. Uh, and, you know, you've got like L. Ron Hubbard and other pulp writers of the era, H.P. Lovecraft, all of them figure into the book. Wow. It's it's like a league of extraordinary gentlemen of pulp writers. Wow. And and they're fighting, you know, mystical menaces. It's really cool. Do you like so, orange juice with pulp? <laughs> no, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> nice, Brad. Now, is no, there any I'm chance saying. they face off against Lopan from Big Trouble in Little China? Because that would oh. be a great villain. Um, yeah, uh, James Hong. I love him. Uh, he he's in a lot of a lot of good movies too, like Balls of um, Fury. <laughs> <laughs> or as the Chinese say, Ping Pong. <laughs> that was a great movie. I don't know if you guys saw that, but it's awesome. It was really good. Okay, so Steve, let's talk about some of your influence. So we know you love pulp. And there's just yes. so much to choose from. There, I mean, there, there's old film noir movies and there's books. I mean, you know, do you have any favorite books you like or any movies that particular? Because in, in the first Athena, um, there's some. I, I mean, it's reminiscent of um, of the Maltese Falcon, right? Or, or Maltese Falcon. Of uh, uh, yeah, that fa- factors in uh, Casablanca. Um, 
Oh, geez. Now, now I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> um, it's, it's not, uh, a, uh, a thirties movie, but uh, John Wayne had a really good movie uh, called Hatari. Uh, I don't think I've I ever think seen that. Late fifties, early sixties. Um, you know, like jungle animal wrangler types. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, him and red buttons and some other guys like that. Uh, of, of course, the original uh, King Kong. Um, so I, I think all of those, you know, kind of inform my, my worldview as far as far as books like my my worldview for Athena as far as books go um I never read a whole lot of the the pulpy like um shadow and stuff like that I haven't read a whole lot of Doc Savage but like I've read everything Edgar Rice Burroughs did he's the guy who created Tarzan and and you know the Mars series and stuff like that uh so Burroughs Robert E. Howard those guys kind of kind of guy Pardon? Uh, Philip Jose Farmer. Oh yeah, well actually he's um, he was from Peoria, which is about no, no forty minutes from where I live. So I always thought it would be cool to like go over there, but you know what? What would you do? <laughs> <laughs> go visit the ancestral home of the farmers. Um, how about like tough guy? This is more film noir, but kind of like Mike Hammer. Um, I've I've never really watched any of those. Okay. Um. um the, you know, the old Mickey Spillane, I think there, there was... Stacy um, Keach. Stacy Keach, yeah. yeah. He had that whole series on CBS. And that, that was, was a cool series. Yeah. <laughs> it was just pulpy and just good fun. Yeah. Just a tough well, guy detective. Yeah. Hard I watched the uh, the Nero Wolf series on A&E. I don't know if you caught that. Yeah, I, I, yeah I'm familiar with that. Uh, so you're, you're, you're far too erudite for, for our tastes here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't use words that I don't understand. Yes, Brad. I don't know. I don't know what that word means, so don't use it. How about uh, Raymond Chandler? I don't know what that means either. Yeah. I've never, uh, I've never read any <laughs> Raymond Chandler. The only Dashiell Hammett I read was Maltese Falcon. Okay, that was my favorite character in The Incredibles, by the way. It was who? Dash. Dash. Yeah. <laughs> we were just watching. We were just watching that just ten, hmm. thirty minutes ago because of the kids. Hey, yeah. Steve. I looked up uh, Athena Voltaire, Fly of the Falcon trade paperback on InStockTrades.com. It, yes, it is in stock there as well as the collected web comics trade. And web comics, I looked this up too. It's on Amazon too. Is it? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, in stock trades. Well, in stock trades and their uh, sister site DCBService yes. dot com um, <laughs> have, have been just fantastic to us. Incredibly supportive. So yeah, if if your local comic shop can't get the book for you those guys will and and they'll get it right out to you free shipping on orders over 50 bucks right <laughs> yes yeah. uh, on in stock music off brad <laughs> on in stock <laughs> trades that's cool uh that is correct on in stock trades um hey, did you did you get a chance to meet cameron at the super show yes i did um i spent the better part of the weekend going over there and uh borrowing books from him so oh, that's that i right. could okay, you know, yeah. reference you actually bought and then uh, you i, I bought a big stack of stuff Did for you? the uh for the flight home from him you actually borrowed a trade uh to get some supergirl reference for this sketch you did for me oh yeah that's right i forgot about that you yeah. were the the first uh sketch i did there cool Aww. well i think you were the first person i headed over to oh <laughs> aren't we just weird no, I got nothing. I got nothing. No, we're not weird. Brad, Brad made winky eyes at you from across um, the room, and little no. hearts flew up above his head. No, stop it. Frank, 
It's a, had, it's a Pepe Le Pew moment. <laughs> Frank had some questions for you about Athena Voltaire herself. No, uh, uh, Ursula Wilde. We need to get to oh, know about, about Ursula, Ursula Wilde. Wilde. Yeah, we oh, need okay. to get to know who Ursula Wilde is yeah. and her adventures. So I thought we'd take one of these, you know, one of these MySpace quizzes. You know, I'll ask you a question, uh-huh. give you three answers, and then you tell me which best one uh, would describe who um, uh, w- would describe something Ursula would do. This is not a MySpace quiz. This is like a Cosmo quiz, isn't it? (laughs) Can I interrupt real quick? Uh, If we've already mentioned it on the show, it slipped my mind because I was dialing something up on the computer. But can you give like a one-sentence description of Ursula Wilde? Oh, thank you. No. We haven't done that. One or two sentences, how how it's different than than from Athena Voltaire? Um, it's an ensemble book. It, um, you know, Athena Voltaire is uh, an aviatrix. Ursula Wilde is a scientist who leads a, uh, a group of scientists. Um, I know that that's not a, a one sentence description. Uh, her parents disappeared about uh, almost twenty five years ago, I guess. So, and they were adventurers also. So, in addition to her seeking out the unknown she's trying to unravel the mystery of what happened to her parents cool very i cool. like that concept all right go for oh, it thanks. i'm intrigued okay so just some very quick cosmo questions here um okay so if ursula wilde was at dinner what would she eat <laughs> would she eat a salad with no dressing b just a glass of wine or c a ribeye um she would drink she would have the glass of wine Oh, and okay. Athena, Athena Voltaire would have the ribeye. Ah, okay. Uh, okay. So we're okay. Yes. So this is helpful. Yeah, we could do this for for each girl. Kind of give us a, a, a okay idea, a take oh, on there both. There you go. It, okay. It's yeah. a comparison contrast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if Ursula Wilde and Athena Voltaire had to watch a movie, would it be uh, a? Would they choose The Notebook? <laughs> B. Raiders of the Lost Ark. I think I know the answer. Or C. The Muppet Movie. Man, I don't think Ursula would watch any of those. I think she'd be watching like the History Channel or or Discovery okay. Channel. So you know, she she doesn't go for the shallow movies, right? Okay. Would, would Athena watch Raiders? I don't. I don't think it would be. It would be around for her. Well, pretend it was. Let's suspend our disbelief. Or well, when we say I, Raiders, we say we mean any kind of action adventure serial. I think she would avoid Raiders because. Um, she, I don't know how good of a relationship she has with the Jones boys. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because, well, she lives that every day. It would be like watching you work every day. Yeah. Because be she like, would be watching Raiders going, I did that. I had a giant rock follow me down the alleyway one time. It'd be like watching me watching a, a, a how to, like a training video on editing. Yes. I wouldn't. Yeah, I'd be yeah, bored. Be bored. Yeah, there aren't any protagonists that edit out there <laughs> the no, popular culture not. anyway. What's next? Um, okay, uh, Ursula's favorite superhero, and Athena's as well. Would it be A, Black Canary, B, Wonder Woman, or C, The Invisible Girl? I think Ursula's would be The Invisible Woman. Really? Uh, yeah. And, uh, well, it, you know, she's got the whole science background with, mm-hmm. you know, hanging out with Reed. They, they uh, The whole premise behind the FF is they're a family of adventurers. I think there's there's a lot of parallels between the books. Okay. And, and the Invisible Woman is much cooler when they're actually letting her be a scientist and not yeah. just a femme fatale. <laughs> yeah, totally. Save me. And how about Athena? Who would she Who would she be? Black Canary, Wonder Woman? Oh, she'd want to hang out with the Black Canary. Yeah, I like that. You know, I'm, I'm getting too. I'm getting the sense that Ursula's kind of girly. 
I kind of like this. She's kind of she has a feminine side. I like that. Okay, <laughs> final question. Um, it's going to help. Who is Ursula's favorite sweat hog? Is it Barbarino, Horshack, <laughs> Boom Boom Washington, or Epstein? I noticed you you didn't add in the uh, uh, who's that guy that the Ted McGinley character because he always comes on and kills a show. Oh right? yeah, or that guy. <laughs> I don't know who that is. He was in Happy Days. They always bring him onto a series right oh, yeah. when it's going downhill. Yeah, right. Hey. Yeah, he, even, um, uh, he even did that in what? Married with Children. I was going to say, wasn't he in Married with Children? Yes. At the end? He was like the next door neighbor's ding, 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 husband ding, ding. or something. Yes, he uh, yeah, yeah. didn't he hook up with uh, Marcy once uh, yeah, Marcy's yeah. Uh, Marcy's husband left. Right, right. Yeah, when the husband or, went to be a park ranger. I okay, I'm about to say I, I thought it was reasons still unexplained and mysterious, but uh, apparently mystery uh, explained. So and, which uh, which sweat hog is Ursula's favorite? <laughs> I, I need don't to know. know. <laughs> I, I I think some things are, are better left un, unsaid. There you go. Come that on, is a Steve. Good Help us. As a good buy, answer. Buy the book what? and figure it out yourself. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Who? It's sticking rubber hose up your nose. Well, no, but see, you, oh, you bring in Brad. You, oh, you bring in Barbarino, and you've you've got the whole Scientology what? angle. And you're, next thing you know, the kids are talking about Zenu being trapped in a mountain Wait. or a volcano. I, I prefer to you just don't to want that nonsense. Head. There you go. Hey, you know, I, I was as we as I was looking up these questions, uh, you know, I was on Wikipedia, and did you know that Welcome Back Cotter had a ten issue comic book run? On Marvel? No. I yeah. did. And do you know who... Uh, oh, no, DC. It was DC Comics. I'm sorry. Oh, well, do you know case. who is an aficionado of uh, was... the Welcome Back, Cotter comic book? No. Tom Caters of Around Comics. Is he really? Wow. <laughs> yes, he is. So, wow. If, folks, if you, if you run into Tom, ask him about the Welcome Back, Cotter comic. Wow. I wonder if they'll ever put that in trade paperback. Well, it's only 10. <laughs> absolute. Absolute, baby. Yeah, absolute. Yeah. The Absolute Cotter. <laughs> oh, yeah. Welcome back. The, the Welcome Back, Cotter omnibus. The dreams are your ticket out. Oh, you know. Who's, who's breaking out the John Sebastian over there? Good job. <laughs> Mr. Brad. That's the musical Good one job, sir. Thank you. Hey, did um, um, not to uh, get off track. Oh, no, never mind. I'm off. Never mind. Keep going. No. Go. Yeah, well, I'm here, so things are already off track. <laughs> uh, I was reading Mercury and the Murder last night. Finally, finally got, got through all four That's of them. Awesome, and at the uh And at one point, they come in in costume, one as Welcome Back Cotter and the other one as uh, as the White Shadow. Yeah. Uh, nice. From, uh, <laughs> nice. I think I got that right. I can't remember, but but it made me. It made me. I turned the page and it made me laugh out loud. Sean Pryor is a sick <laughs> man in a good way. <laughs> yeah, in a very good way. He was he was one of the nicest people I met that weekend. Uh, second to oh, some absolutely. guy named Steve Bryant, but um, I hear that Steve Bryant's pretty good too. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's, we need to have him on the show someday. He's going places. He's a jerk, no, that Bryant guy. Wow. Um, Frank and I were in no less than three different comic books at the Super Show. Oh yeah, <laughs> really? Yeah, we were in uh, the the. Mercury and the Murd Universe Handbook. And an issue will be an issue four when that comes issue out. Issue five. Five when that five. comes out. But the the handbook was there at Sean mm-hmm. Pryor's table. We were in Mimes and we were at <laughs> we were in CGS the End. Frank and I got eaten by a big monster on the first page of CGS the End. And I, I like the wording on that, Brad. That yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like the wording. It says something like, when your life is wasted and wasted is bold is in bold yeah, right before nice. we get eaten. That's yeah. nice. I did not see CGS the end, so 
It's fun. I didn't leave my table much. I, I should have gotten up and gotten around more. Well, you know what? Let, let's talk about that. So when you're at a show, at a table like that, I mean, what are some of the, of course, some of the things is you get to meet cool people and stuff like that, but what are some of the drawbacks of just sitting at a table for that long? Um, you're kind of stuck, not stuck, but um, I I always feel compelled that if I'm, if I have a table somewhere that I should be manning the table. So I feel bad whenever I get up and leave, especially with, with something like uh, super show where it was two days, but I was only there for a day and a half. Um, you don't want to be away from there when people are going to stop by. So, you know, the other side, the downside to that is you don't get to uh, get up and around and, and meet people really. Does that make sense? Yeah, hmm. you, it does, but you got to get up and stretch your legs every once in a while. And go well, that, that's why there are restroom breaks, sir. <laughs> oh. Well, take the long way to the restroom, you know? It's run by a... Go down a different <laughs> aisle. Waltz down a different aisle on your way to the restroom and, and see what see what's going on and, you know... Hey, do, do you ever get... What's, what's the strangest uh, request you ever got for a drawing? Oh, um... Family-friendly. Yeah, I know. that. I'm trying to figure out the uh, <laughs> the best way to phrase it. I don't know... If we need to bleep something, then we'll bleep something. <laughs> okay, really? Yeah, yeah, if I need to bleep something, then I'll bleep it. Okay. Um, then uh, I once had a request bleep, to do a Princess Leah. Uh, And, <laughs> wow. That's going to cost extra. So, well, my, my question is, one, that's a lot of thought put into <laughs> this. And two, that's a lot of thought put into this. <laughs> well, but, I mean... My guess is that's something that that human had been harboring since he was like eight. <laughs> it was like, finally, my chance to see this. <laughs> I'm going to have a so, professional do it. I've been doodling this for 27 years now, finally. Now, I've heard heard stories from other people um, who have gotten far worse. Uh, so, you know, I, I guess I, I should consider myself lucky. <laughs> well, I, I just started a theme book, and I'm not quite happy with the way the theme is going. It, uh, do you know who, who uh, um, uh, Rocker and Heartthrob Lisa Loeb is? You know who yes, that is? yes, yes. Okay. I am a big fan of her, so I wanted some some drawings of her as a superhero. <laughs> and um, the, uh, while I have been getting great stuff back, it's basically uh, superheroines with classes. <laughs> right. So so it's not really what I was. I don't know. It's what it's not what I envisioned. But I got like about five drawings of it, and they're all great. But it's not it's not the niche that I was looking for. So my you're next, not. Well, but I mean, just think, you could actually get some kind of empowering women deal with the American Library Association. <laughs> and they're all wearing glasses, yeah. That's what I'm saying, sexy librarians. <laughs> or he could have a restraining order filed against him by Lisa Loeb. That's true. Now, I did send uh, I did send one, when I got my first, um, my first request, it was her like an assassin. Her guitar was like a rifle. It looks really cool. It was done by Coma Robot. He's on the forums. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, and I actually sent it to her MySpace, put it on her put it on her comment section. So I don't know what she thought of it, but I mean, I, I I doubt she really reads that. But I thought it was kind of fun, 
you know, I love the fact that he thought of her because the only direction I gave him was, was she's a superhero. Go with it. Be whatever you want. Do whatever you want. And and he made her an assassin and a very cool one at that. And it's funny to think of an assassin wearing glasses. <laughs> I think you need to have Lisa Loeb in the Princess Leia slave gear outfit. Oh, wait, let me write that down. Wearing okay. glasses. <laughs> Go ahead. Do that. Okay. Write that down. With glasses. Lisa um, Loeb. You uh, recently quit your daytime in job. Is that right? girl. Pardon me? Outfit. You recently quit your, your day job. Yes, yes, I am. I'm drawing full time now. I'm sure so, that was liberating and frightening at the same time. Yeah. Um, well, tell us about your daytime job. What were you doing? What was your daytime job? I was a graphic designer for the Shotgun News. Oh, that's right. Hmm. Is that like um, a, what is that Shotgun News? You tell I, us about I believe, this last I year. believe uh, we used to work for the the same parent company once. Uh, Prime Media. Prime Media. Right? Yeah. Yes. I remember oh, this. you're kidding yes. me. No. Everyone in this room, this world is so small. Everyone in this oh room used goodness. to work for Prime Media. It was one of those magazines, right? Mm-hmm. Those Prime Media magazines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so you you literally mean Shotgun News? Yeah. It was like yes. double barrel thirty odd. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yep. You know, in our library at, at now Prime I'm Media, jazzed, when we man. had all those magazines up on the up yeah in there, you know, all those I'm gonna Prime be Media back magazines. In, I'm going to be back in there Tuesday. I'm going to see if I can find that thing. It might, there might be a shotgun news up on the rack. Oh there. my goodness! Now, um, for for those of you who don't know, Prime Media is a media company. They do all types of media, but they specialize in niche markets. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything from from beads. They have a magazine yeah, called Beads for beads. jewelry uh, to uh, people who are into World War II history, um, to motorcycles, to lowriders, too. As Steve Bryant just said, shotguns. Well, I mean, they cover well, the niche market. In the late 1990s, they were the world's second largest publishing company, um, which included a lot of uh, big magazines, uh, Modern Bride and Seventeen oh, yeah. Magazine. And, and they had to sell those off to cover that. Yeah. Well, and it, of course, uh, you know, I God, don't want to veer far off. Uh, don't want to veer off too far, but Colbert, uh, uh, Kravis, and Roberts uh, were the uh, the cats that uh, owned Prime Media, the famous junk bond uh, uh, dealers from the eighties. And um, I thought it was a miracle that uh, they didn't uh, splinter that company up uh, before they did. Well, yeah, because uh, like Shotgun News and all the uh, the outdoor magazines were bought by uh, a splinter faction of Prime Media called Intermedia. They're they're not really big on the you know clever. Okay. <laughs> I don't. We, we I mean, Prime Media too. is a bad enough name, but Intermedia. What the heck does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Come to Intermedia, where we have media. Inter now, here. Some, yeah. Well, it's better some, than the original name K three, which could easily be horribly misinterpreted. Oh jeez. Oh, it was K three. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It, it actually was. Now. Guys, is someone jumping on a pogo pogo stick oh, over there? Because I keep me. hearing a tap 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 tap. That's, that's Frank. Me. Frank has uh, nervous, uh, probably a, 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 a mild form of restless leg syndrome, mm-hmm. and uh, and I his mean, fingers have Tourette's, which is a shame. <laughs> yeah, um, um, sorry, you had to. How long was that going? Like for like five ten minutes? Just a, a little bit. I th- I think it. You know, it's probably since the last time he had a pixie stick. Well, <laughs> now that we're all on Cobra, he can't afford the medication anymore. So oh you know, it's just kind of a sad story. Cobra is just. I'm sorry. I have to fill out some more forms for that. Ooh, Cobra that'd be a good character name. Cobra. Cobra. <laughs> so Steve, are you going to go back to the Super Show again next year? I hope. Please say yes. I hope so. Okay. Good. Um, I'm not. I will. Will really? Any, no, he's being silly. <laughs> You won your freedom. 
Why wouldn't you go back? Well, I, I, but last the, the first time Brad and I went, he got laid off a few days after the show. Yeah, that was weird. Then after we went to Super Show, a few day, a few weeks later, I was laid off. So, I mean, I guess there's no danger in going now because maybe the was it had something to do with the company and not the not the super shows. I don't know. You guys are doing a real bad job of talking me into going with you next year. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you may not want to come, Steve. Yeah, we tried maybe to get I'll Bill just, to go. Bill. I just need to stay unemployed for the next uh, 12 months and everything will be fine. Okay. Yeah. That's a weird way of looking at it, but you may be right. <laughs> sure wish my wife had um, a full-time job. Yeah, Steve, I, I, <laughs> I wish the uh, super show was next month. You know, I just had so much fun and seeing all those people. You know, I didn't get to talk. You know, to you a whole lot, and but you know, there were so many people I didn't get to talk to a lot. You know, it's just it's it's like there's never enough time at those things. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how much it's it's going to grow next year. I I would hope that they they manage to grow it some more. I, I thought I thought it was a great show with you know great people. I yeah. sure would like to be able to stay the two full days next year. They um they easily had um room for maybe maybe another 20 vendor or 20 people, 20 yeah. artists, yeah. maybe even more than that. It was a nice big space. Yeah. yeah. You know, Sal and Buzz, they each had like two eight-foot tables Yeah, like they really needed all that space. But yeah. They like to spread out. Yeah. They like to spread out. I think Sal. I no, think. I, I like the, uh, the, the fact that, you know, it was in like an office park type of building, so I felt like I was doing a job fair. <laughs> <laughs> You know trying what? to tell people not to follow a career in art. Whatever you do, please. <laughs> I don't know if you saw it, but um, over by the uh, the DCBS uh, setup, there was this huge box of free pretzels. Did you see that, Steve? I, I saw that, yeah. Well, I assumed that the man sitting at the table with the box was actually selling those pretzels. So uh-huh. when I went over there, I looked towards the far wall and i saw a doorway with um a table set up with pretzels on it and beverages and a girl sitting behind the counter right i I saw that too well when i went over to the box of pretzels the guy wasn't there and i thought okay he must have gotten up but here's that girl over there i'll just go buy one from her instead so i did come to find out the man sitting by the box of pretzels was not selling them because they were free. <laughs> so I ended up spending five bucks when I didn't need to. I ate seven pretzels. <laughs> so, so there, <laughs> there was a girl that had sale pretzels next to a guy that had free pretzels. <laughs> they were about 30 feet away, and she yes. was on the other side of an open door. Now, I, now I, I think just one of the attendees brought a box. He was a local guy, and he worked somewhere and he right. brought a, a box like a huge ginormous box full of, of warm free pretzels now steve oh, that's nice of him yeah I, I think the difference between the free pretzels and the uh and the other pretzels was that the other pretzels were hot these were easily a day maybe two day old ah, nice. steve you can't you can't hear this right now but sage was like singing into the oh microphone. i hear him did you okay I hope you don't. I hope you don't find this this interview, this whole experience with us, uh, off putting. Yeah, We're I'd like fun. to apologize. He uh, not in the slightest. Um, I guess I'm, I'm waiting for my own son to come down any minute now. I guess my daughter unchained him from the radiator. I'd like to apologize <laughs> for that. Uh, yeah, I don't know why she would do I that. You had I, I thought my instructions to Zoe were perfectly clear, but apparently not. I thought you had him tied down to a crawl space in a pipe in the basement. Uh. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know what's funny Silly is Brad. that we don't Sage, have basements in Texas. Sage is uh, is wearing a onesie and he actually looks like a little superhero. It's like a little superhero outfit. Yeah, where's his cape, Bill? Come on, if you were a good daddy, you'd hey, have hey, a, you'd have a cape. If, if you'd watch you The Incredibles, go. like has been running on a loop in the living room for the last yeah. four hours, you would know that superheroes no, no, should no. never wear capes. Where's my super suit? <laughs> All right, what time is it? We're about we're almost forty five minutes into this episode, okay. so we should probably, unfortunately, against our will, we need to say goodbye to Steve so we can wrap up. Steve, it's okay. It, well, I've been having fun. Can yeah. I come back on sometime? I would love. We would love for you to be on. Uh, you are always welcome back. And before we go, when can we expect to see Ursula Wilde? It's going to come through eight, right? Uh, yes. Um, right now, I'm looking at having uh, a two-issue Athena Voltaire miniseries coming in May and June of next year, and a three-issue Ursula Wilde series coming in June, July, and August of next year. Awesome. Fantastic. So it'll be a big, busy summer with uh, hopefully – June, Bob, Kim, and me doing a whole bunch of drawing. That is so, so cool. You are going to be drawing the the two issue Athena story. Yeah, I'm awesome. uh, I'm working on a cover right now. Awesome. Well, Steve, I'm going to try to go get my kids to bed, so I'm going to take an early out uh, on this and let you cats wrap this up. But Steve, it was really nice talking to you. And man, honestly, I just I think your art is just beautiful. I mean, I, I know Thank- coloring goes a long way, but I think your art is beautiful. <laughs> and um, well, yeah, I, I really look forward to uh, to pouring through these. And uh, man. You know, you've got quotes from Warren Ellis, from uh, uh, Javier Grillo Mar. <laughs> is he French? How do you even that? say that name? Help I, him, I, he's I dead. don't know, but but those credits show up on Mike Lost. Barr. Mike Barr, absolutely. And you know what? You're conspicuously missing one on the cover of uh, issue four. But I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure when you when you do the the second variant reprint of it, uh, that you'll take care of that. <laughs> the uh, the the pencil version only. But anyway, um, man, best luck to you, and I can't wait to see what you and June Bob come up with. So thank you very much, and uh, you gentlemen, uh, good luck with the rest of the episode, and I'll see you next week. Okay. Bye, kids. Thanks, man. It was great meeting you. You betcha. See you soon, Steve. Bye-bye. Yeah, he's, uh, kids are pulling what's left of Bill's hair out of his head. <laughs> They're doing bed, a good job. Bye, we, uh, we usually recorded at uh, the pr- uh, Prime Media Building. Which yeah, I mean, technically hasn't been called Prime Media for a couple of years. Yeah, but, um, we think of it as that. And um, you know, but w- when was the? It was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. A couple that- weeks ago, they shut the doors, and uh, you know, like I said, we Frank still worked there. That's the place I got laid off from a year ago, but we still went there to record. And luckily, um, Bill's been gracious enough to to let us to let us record. I, I think there's a little. Uh, He's got a little ulterior motive, though, mm-hmm. to letting us record here, because mm-hmm. that way he gets to be on the show more often. Oh, yeah. oh, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I would, uh, I would offer up my place, but uh, my apartment is so small; it's just a single guy's place. It's a bedroom, kitchen, and the living room, and that's about it. I'm almost done. Okay, just a minute, just a sec. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll we'll say goodbye so you can. <laughs> Did you catch that? Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. It's not a problem. Um, um we. We would love to have you on the show again very soon. Yeah, you're a pleasure to talk to and a stand-up guy, and I am looking forward to uh, being able to visit a little more uh, next September. That sounds person. great. And, yeah, I you guys are always entertaining, and uh, it's fun to just you know chat with you too. And maybe next time we could get that uh, the last of the Asian rednecks on, on the line with <laughs> that us. That would be nice. Yeah, and in fact, when, um, when uh, Ursula Wilde, it comes out or is close to being coming coming out we're going to get both of you guys back on the phone for sure 
Beautiful. That sounds great. All right. And um, what what's your editor's name? She's involved in the forum also. Oh, uh, you know, I, I was just thinking we needed a a, uh, a a shout out to the lovely and talented uh, Molly McBride. Molly, because McBride. yeah, she's she just really makes sure that the the scripts really work. She 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 makes sure that you know I'm not just turning in you know crappy dialogue. Did you just She'll, uh, get to know her it. from the forum? Yes, I did. That's that's where I met her on the on the Comic Geek Speak forums. No that's awesome. That's really awesome. And her her handle is uh, Take Backup. Yes. Right? Oh okay. wow! Is that She's what she does a... for a living? Is she an editor? No. Um, I I just uh, got to know her talking on the forums, and we had a lot of uh, similar taste in in fiction and and TV and movies, and. Uh, I really liked her her story sense, and I said, "Would would you be willing to take a look at these?" And all the the comments she made were great. So, um, you know, she's editing Ursula and editing Athena, and we're actually co-writing some other stuff that we'll probably be looking for artists for. Oh, cool! Awesome. I wish I could draw. I, could I draw can try. Figures. If you ever need a stick <laughs> figure sequence in one of your books. I'm good with stick figures. If you need something that's very two-dimensional, that doesn't have a lot of depth or detail, and um, basically <laughs> just someone standing looking straight at a camera, I can do that. If you need, like, good to know. <laughs> if you need like a like something that looks like somebody took some paint and just threw it at a piece of paper, and then swashed it around with their fingers, I think nowadays they call it finger painting. Yes, I can do that too. <laughs> I think that's the new term. All right. Well, if you're if you're sloshing the paint at the thing, if I could write something around uh, that energy monster from from Johnny Quest, yes, that they threw paint on, <laughs> yes, uh, we might have something awesome. That thing used to scare the crap out of me. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, or I, not? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, um, I I saw the first disc of Venture Brothers season two last night, or no, a couple nights ago. God, I love the Venture Brothers. They're so I've, much fun. I've yet to watch that show. I've heard it's very good, though. Yeah, if you're if you're kind of a, a Johnny Quest fan, you would you would love it. Cool. Huge Johnny Quest fan yeah. here, so I, I should probably watch it. Oh, you totally dig it. Cool. Well, thank you, Steve, for talking to us, and, and we will talk to you again very soon. Hey. Okay. Anna, thank you. Don't hang up. Oh, don't hang up. Okay, we'll do. All right, I'll pot you down. Don't hang up. We'll be back to okay. you. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay, Brad. So with Fantastic. that, I guess we should say bye. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. For uh, for. Uh, for Bill McGonnell and, and myself, we'd like to say goodbye. Uh, please drop us comments at halfhourwasted at gmail.com. Oh, you know what? What, what? episode is this? This would be 91. Is it? Is, is no, 90. this would be 92. Guess what we didn't do. No, this was 90. Guess what we no, didn't do. No, it's 92, Brad. It's 92? I'm winking at you. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's 91. 91. It's 91. <laughs> Maybe I'll just edit all that out. Right. Okay, or we'll leave it in because it's comedy gold. Right, but anyway, at that point, we will see you next time. Yes, thank you, uh, Discount Comic Book Service, for your sponsorship. We love you very much. And Steve Bryant, thank thank you for your time. Steve Bryant, and thank you, Limp Biscuit. See you next time on Half Hour Wasted.